0: What do you do if you've got a challenge? What do you do if you need to think critically? Uh, We've been taught a lot, haven't we, now, that critical thinking is really important and our kids need to learn critical thinking. We need to think for ourselves. Well, I'm in my garden, which has required a lot of critical thinking because uh, in the South Island of New Zealand right here, (laughs) uh, windy, rainy, rainy, snowy, frosty, hot, cold, everything that you can think of to the extreme has been interesting to create a garden. So I've had to do some critical thinking. Everybody said to me, Roa, you can't. You can't grow plants. You can't grow vegetables. You can't have a garden because it's just going to get blown away or burnt or, or snowed on. So I had to work it out for myself, which I did because I was taught as a very young girl, and I'm asking you this question, have you got a critical thinking brain? Do you aim to work it out for yourself or do you listen to what everybody else tells you? And I was told don't do that. If somebody tells you that it can't be done, don't believe it. Work it out for yourself. If, if somebody gives you their opinion, there's always an opposing opinion. doesn't matter how thin you slice it, there's always two sides to the story. And before you decide on one side of the story, and we're all meant to have an opinion and we're all meant to, to believe in something and be convicted by something, but before we get convicted, before we believe, should it be a good idea to, to hear, to listen to, to work out both sides of the story so we know for ourselves? I was taught, don't listen to the news, Rowie. Now, that's now. When I was growing up, the news was at six o'clock at night, 30 minutes max, there was a man in a suit and he he didn't uh, give an opinion. He just said, today this happened. So you could work out for yourself, politically, environmentally, emotionally, physically, doesn't matter what went on in the world, you could work out for yourself whether you thought that was a good thing or a bad thing. The media wasn't politically persuaded. They just said, this: these are the two parties, this is the policy for one party, this is the policy for another party, and you got to decide. Uh, unfortunately now, we have a we live in a world where everyone's got an opinion and to the to the defence of the media, they have to sell newspapers, they have to sell airtime, uh, advertising time for radio and television. So the news has become very dramatic, it's become very opinionated so that people will argue, which means they'll watch it, which means they'll have higher ratings. So I get that. But the only reason I get that is because I wanted to get both sides of every story and i noticed that the news wasn't giving me every both sides of the story just one side so how do we become great critical thinkers how do we learn to think for ourselves? One of the things at the Max International Colleges is, is, is it's never about here's what to think. It's about this is anatomy, this is physiology, let's work it out for yourself. Let's analyse and exercise and work out whether it's safe, effective and fast or whether it's unsafe, ineffective and will waste your time. But how can you do that if you don't know your anatomy and physiology? You can't figure it out for yourself. Have you noticed there's a lot of social media, and I get bombarded with this every day. This is how you should eat, and this is how you should exercise. There's never two sides to the story, and there's never even the anatomy or physiology behind that opinion. It's just, this is my opinion. Well, I always ask, why would I do that, and how does it work? And I'm sure that you've been in the same situation as me, where you've looked at an exercise and thought to yourself, no, that doesn't make any sense. Why would I do that? It's not going to fit into my lifestyle. It even looks silly to do it. But the person on the social media clip is actually doing it. Have they worked out for themselves anatomy, physiology, why and how would I do that? Now, they can do whatever they want. I get that. But I don't want to get caught up in groupthink. And I don't want to get caught up in just listening to one side of the story. And I don't want to be the person that follows the crowd. How about you? And I'm very privileged because my father taught me that at a very young age. Always ask why and how. But the challenge I've got for you as an exercise professional, because this happened to me and I'm embarrassed and it's ugly, but it's the truth. Uh, I was taught to ask lots of questions and I was brought up that way. I got suspended from school many times because I asked questions that teachers couldn't give me the answer to. They'd just send me to the office and suspend me. But when I came into the exercise profession at 15, so I was very young and very impressionable. Because I was impressed by experience, Uh, a long list of degrees, uh, big health clubs, people who'd been doing this for a really long time. I got impressed by people's impressiveness. I stopped asking questions. I just believed. And that's where you get yourself into trouble, have you noticed? So people would say, do this exercise, it's great, until I got injured and I had to figure out for myself, why did I get injured? Then if I went to a medical professional and they told me, this is why you get injured or you should take this drug or do this intervention... I always asked why. What's in the drug? What are the side effects? Why would I do that? How does it work? Uh, I learned how to do that the hard way because I was injured or because I was sick or something bad happened. I don't want that to happen to you and I certainly don't want it to happen to our kids. Wouldn't it be great if our kids learned from a very young age? and We talk about it, teach kids to be critical thinkers, teach kids to think for themselves, And yet we bombard them with information, this is what you should believe. I I grew up with that. You have to believe this about religion, about God, about rules, about regulations. There was no why you should. It was just you have to. And that's why I got into trouble because I would say, well, why? How does that work? How did that happen? And there was no answers for that. The answer I got was you have to have faith. Well, there's some things that maybe that's true. But as an adult human being, I just don't want to put my faith into the media or put my faith into the government or put my faith into uh, politicians and political persuasions. I just, I want to think for myself, how about you? So we get bombarded every day with, this is going to happen to the world, this is happening to the environment, this is going to happen to the financial situation, this is what's going to happen to the health situation, bang, 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 and we're told, 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 told. Even on social media, though, have you noticed that there's always two sides to the story. There's always different opinions. That's why there's so much arguing on social media. The experts argue all the time. But how can you work it out for yourself? Because what usually happens is, well, I like that expert because they're good looking or they've got big muscles or they look nice or they sound like they're they're important because they use big words. So I'm going to believe them. So we go for that opinion. Without hearing the other side or the other side, the person wasn't as good-looking or didn't have as big a muscles or didn't use as big a words, so this person must be better than that one. Wouldn't it be a really good idea, though, to work it out for ourselves? And that's where anatomy and physiology comes in. Uh, the R- Romax and the reason that I'm here every day is healthy, fit and strong, career or business that you love, be financially free and have great relationships. Well, each one of those four areas of life have, have very opposing opinions by the experts Health and fitness, very opposing, very controversial. Doesn't matter what topic you pick, there'll be somebody who disagrees. In business and career, it doesn't matter what you think is a great business or if you think it's going to work, there'll be people who disagree. Financial planning and financial security and how to be wealthy, they're argued all the time. Now, that one's probably the most simple because a lot of those things are, are fairly set. People say this is how, you, how to become wealthy. But people still argue, should you do stocks and shares or should you do real estate or should you invest in Bitcoin or should you in, invest in your own business? Relationships, very complicated because other people are involved. But the beautiful thing about relationships and critical thinking is I can't control what other people think but i have full control over what i think so i get to choose how i react or respond to other people how can we do any of those things if we're not learning about each one of those areas and learn both sides of the story so should i be a carnivore or should i be a vegan vegetarian how would i know if i don't mind don't know my anatomy and physiology it's not just the expert cuz plenty of experts on either side should i eat Once a day, or should I eat three times a day or five times a day? Lots of argument, lots of different opinions, but how would I know how to work it out for myself if I haven't learnt my anatomy and physiology? The best exercise for legs, are leg extensions, leg curls, leg press, squats, lunges, deadlifts, which one? How would I know if I haven't worked it out for myself? And just because somebody's got gorgeous legs and they do leg extensions doesn't necessarily mean that exercise is safe or it's effective or it's fast or it's the best exercise. It's just their opinion. Now, that opinion might be right, but how do I know that if I don't know my anatomy and physiology? Uh, the human body, as a, as a complete package, you and I have the same anatomy and physiology. Uh, we might have different uh, likes in food and we might have different opinions different opinions about exercise or different appreciation for different kinds of exercise because some people like to dance and some people like to do martial arts and some people play tennis and some people go running. We all have different likes and dislikes, but they're opinions. The actual physiology of the human body and the anatomy of the human body if we know them, could it or would it be possible, probable, most likely, that we could then work out for ourselves? Well, I got injured because I did that silly exercise, or I'm not getting injured because I'm not doing that silly exercise. I'm healthy, fit, and strong because this is how the human body works, and now I understand how the human body works, I now know why. I don't get sick in the winter or I I don't get a knee injury because I don't do that silly exercise. That's called critical thinking. Now, one of the really interesting things I've taken note of, and if you're a parent or a teacher, uh, something to consider. One of the things I loved about school, and there wasn't much, uh, because I asked questions and couldn't get the right answers. One of the things I loved about school was debating. And at my school, you were in the in crowd if you were good at debating. Now, you had to be good at sport and you had to be smart and you had to be good-looking. They were the things that were the social norm. If you didn't have those things going, you were, you were in the out crowd. But one of the things you had to be really good at was the, the, the people on the debating team were socially accepted because you had to, the, the, the thing about debating is you have to be smart and, I'll, I'll use it, you have to be a critical thinker. So what I loved about debating was there's one topic. One group argues for the for and one group argues for the against. But you don't get to pick which side you go on. You, there's six people, three people choose the for and three people get the for and get the against. Now, I often had to debate against something that I didn't believe in. But it forced me to critically think because I had this opinion about this particular topic, but I had to go and study and research and analyse the other side of the story. Now, what I found really interesting in the world right now, and particularly because I spend a lot of time in schools with school teachers and school students and parents, is debating seems to have become a thing of the past. Now, if your life and your children and and who you're involved with are still doing debating, thank you, because how else could we learn? It's a really excellent exercise, a great tool, a great strategy to teach critical thinking. So here's the topic. You have to argue for the topic, you have to argue against the topic, but you don't get to choose. Even if you disagree, you still have to argue for it. And it taught me to open my mind up. Another great example for that because my father sent me to private boarding school to become a lawyer. And one of the, I didn't become a lawyer, obviously. I became a, a exercise instructor, a group exercise instructor, a personal trainer, an exercise professional, a personal exercise coach, and now I'm involved in education. That was that has been my passion my whole life. One of the beautiful things about going to private boarding school and going there, my father sent me there to become a lawyer, uh, I didn't enjoy school, but I really enjoyed court. So I used to jig school, I used to wag school to go to watch Supreme Court cases. Critical thinking, because you're given a case, and you listen to the prosecution argue their case, and I used to think, wow, that person's definitely guilty. But then you'd hear the defence argue their case, put forward their case, and you go, Oh, maybe they're not guilty. Because you had to hear both sides of the story. So I've lived my life like that. Debate everything, Rowie, with yourself. Doesn't matter if you believe this, what about the other side? What is the opposing point of view? Doesn't matter how thin you slice it, there's always two sides. Rowie, do you know both sides of the story or are you just following blindly? And I never want to do that because I think that's embarrassing. That is the opposite to critical thinking. That's be a sheep and follow I'm a sheeple. I don't want to be that person. How about you? So it doesn't matter what I'm told. And even if it makes sense or it comes from an expert or there's a scientific research study to prove it, which, which is the... As an exercise professional, that's become the most interesting. Scientific study doesn't mean anything because you can pick, you can hand pick a scientific study. Even if you do a literature review, they still tend to pick, oh, these 30 studies show. But there's another 30 studies that show something else, but they left those out. They didn't tell you that they left those out. You have to go and find that out for yourself if you want both sides of the story. And just as an interesting side note, research and analysing and study isn't googling and youtubing and instagramming a lot of people say to me i've done my research and this is a great exercise really how do you know that i googled it mm. every time you google something have you ever thought that who put that on google and is it really true is there two sides to that story it doesn't matter which topic you look at when you look at both sides whether it is on google or not there is always two sides to the story there's or doesn't matter how thinly you slice it i'll say it again please look for both sides of the story just say so you don't look stupid. And I'm sharing that because I, so many times in my life I have believed somebody else. I've become the regurgitator, the vomiter of somebody else's opinion. I'm the expert in somebody else's opinion. How embarrassing. I'm allowed to have my opinion, you're allowed to have your opinion, but wouldn't it be great if our opinion came from knowing both sides, studying both sides, researching both sides, and then making a decision rather than this person said this so I'm going to believe it or I heard this on social media so it must be true or I Googled it so I've done my research, it must be true. So this is my begging position. Is it possible that there are two sides to every eating plan, two sides to every exercise plan, two sides to every financial plan, two sides to parenting, two sides to being financially free. doesn't matter what you look at, there's always differing opinions. And if we want to be critical thinkers, would it be a really good idea to learn both sides of the story? Even if you absolutely believe your side, how about find out what's going on on the other side? The religious people taught me this. I was brought up in an environment where this is the only religion. And then I was introduced to this, well, thousands, if not millions of different religions, and they all believe that they're right. How can that be right? So I started asking questions. Tell me about you. Tell me about that. Why do you do that? Why do you believe that? How does that work? Rather than this religion is right and the rest are wrong, I wanted to learn why the rest were wrong rather than just being told they were wrong. And it's interesting because I don't know about what you might have found, but I found beautiful people everywhere and I found horrible, ugly, disrespectful people everywhere. I found the truth. And what what is the truth? That's a really great question, isn't it? My truth and your truth might be completely different, but wouldn't it be great if our truth came from both of us learning about both sides of the story and then I'm going to respect you for your opinion and you respect me for my opinion because we've learnt to do that. We've learnt that respectful, kind people respect other people's opinion and how would we know that if we haven't learned, researched, studied and analysed? May we never accept what somebody says as the truth. May we always look at both sides of the story because is it possible that there's always two sides? And I'm just going to go enjoy my garden because I'm a critical thinker and I've created a garden, even though it's boiling hot here and freezing cold here and snows here and windy and frosty. And it's just awesome that when somebody tells you you can't, you don't have to believe them, you still can. The great question is this, how can I have a great garden? do how are you? I hope you are amazing because you've decided to be because you've listened to both sides of the story. woo